From glory to glory. <coughs> I feel like singing the song from glory to glory. Because that's what God, that's where God is taking us. Yes. Amen. We are, we are moving from glory to glory. And I want to give you an understanding tonight about, about, about this, this place where we are and where we are about to, to, to go. You have been, you have been praying uh, for the last 50 days and fasting. You know, it was prayer and fasting, huh? not just fasting alone. It was prayer and fasting. So praying and fasting, 49 days plus one, those of you that, that tarried and took up the challenge for today as well. So fasting for these 50 days, and I know it's a long period of time. Um, you want to know a story? Yes. Once upon a time, I had the potential to gain some weight. <laughs> and, and then I went into a long fast with some brethren, and I lost every piece of that weight. And I've never recovered since then. Um, and, and, and my wife tries. Man, she cooks. But... Uh, that fasting just took away everything. Um, but, but you know, after that fasting, after that fasting, you see, God, God began to, to engineer things. He began to put things into place where sometimes some of my friends would ask, how did it happen for you? And I tell them, I don't know. But what I know is that God is faithful. Amen. Amen. That God is faithful. He is faithful to the cries and to the prayers of His people. God is faithful. So I want to, to say to, to every, you may not have to worry ever again in your life about extra fat like me. That's already an answered prayer. But you can be sure that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, God will answer. I said, God will answer. And, 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 and I know He is faithful. I know He is faithful. He has been faithful. Ever since I took up the challenge of prayer. And sometimes I, I look at the prayers and I think, 49 days or 30 days. The other year we had 100 days and I'm saying, what? 100 days of prayer. But when I see the way God comes through, I know that I know that I know. Amen. That God is faithful to answer. Amen. Amen. So if you took up the challenge this year, God bless you. Amen. You shall be rejoicing. Amen. I want to speak to us about, about this I want to talk from Joshua chapter 2, Joshua chapter 6, sorry, Joshua chapter 6, verse 2, to read verse 2 to 5, and then jump to verse 20. God is faithful. Ah, God is faithful. And, and, and are you there? Joshua chapter 6. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into your hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty man of valor. The Lord gives him the city, gives him the king, and gives him the men also of the city. 
Verse 3 says, And you shall compass the city, all your men of war. Go round about the city once. And this you shall do six days. And, and seven priests shall bear the ark before shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times. And then the priests shall blow the trumpets. And you shall, it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Go to verse 20. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout. That the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Amen. Verse 5 said, And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him, or straight ahead. Verse 20 says, And every man went straight before him, and took the city. I want to speak to you about the place at Jericho. And, and, and Jericho, Jericho was the first city that the children of Israel took when they crossed the Jordan. Coming to be at Jericho was in itself a miracle. And the miracle was this, that while they were on the other side, Jordan, the Jordan was in flood. It was the time of high water and they needed to cross the river Jordan. And they crossed the river Jordan by a miracle act of God. They did not build a bridge. I want you to take note of that. They did not build a boat. They walked right through the Jordan on dry ground. The Bible says to, about Joshua. And, and says, Joshua, take the priests with you. And the ark, bear the ark with you. And Joshua, when you step into the water, the water will part. So Joshua steps into the river Jordan. And like what happened at the time of the Red Sea, the water opened up. And as the priests were stepping in, carrying the ark, the water just kept opening up and the ground became dry. They crossed from this side to the other side where Canaan was. And when they had crossed over to the other side, the Jordan River came back again. While they were on that side, while they were there, the city they faced with was Jericho. And Jericho was not an easy city. I believe that even though we have gone through this period of prayer, it is something like crossing across the Jordan. This period of prayer has brought you to the other side, Canaan. To the place where you must begin to enjoy your blessing. But now that you are here, in front of you is a city called Jericho. There is a challenge that you are faced with. Jericho was not a city that was easy to conquer. Number one, Jericho was built upon a small hill. This is why it says they would go straight 
up unto the city. Number two, Jericho had a very big fortified wall. The wall that was there was like a twofold wall. So it was a wall. And because it was upon a hill, there was a wall at the beginning, at the foot, and another one, two meters later. And between these places, you could drive a car or ride with horses in between. And the wall was, was about three meters or four meters high. So it was not an easy wall to go over. Two walls that were separating the city and the people. And the wall had a big gate. And the king of Jericho was not a simple king. He was a warrior. He was a fighter. You see, so they were faced with something tough. Having crossed the Jordan, remember these are the people that have been going round and round and round in the wilderness. And, and God had to wake them up and say, look, you have wandered in this place for far too long. And then they came and camped next to, to the river Jordan, just looking at Canaan, looking at the big grapes, seeing the good banana, seeing the wonderful things that were there, and just saying, that is our promised land. I don't know who you are, but there's something that you see, but you just cannot get hold of it. But I believe you are in a season when you are about to take hold of it. You have just crossed over from the place of the wilderness into the place of Canaan. And now you must deal with your Jericho. Amen. Amen. And Jericho you will conquer. Amen. Oh, I said your Jericho you will conquer. Amen. Whatever it is that you need to conquer, you will conquer it. Amen. Jericho is like a challenge that you must overcome. And there is something about Jericho that I want you to understand. I said Jericho was the first city that they had to overcome. And after they had taken Jericho, listen to this. After they had overcome Jericho, they overcome any other city that they went against. Amen. After they had dealt with the first challenge, everything else that was coming was easier to deal with. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you hear me, someone? Yeah. What you need is to make that first step. Yeah. Conquer Jericho and you will get it. Yeah. Conquer Jericho. Conquer the thing that is the first big challenge that faces you. The city was not an easy city to deal with. The people in the city were the people that were strong. Remember when, they, when Moses had sent the spies. Jericho was one of the cities that the spies had seen. And it said, we saw ourselves like small people. We, we cannot take over those cities. And so the people were discouraged. Joshua sends two spies. So Joshua, this time he says, well, let me not send 12 spies. Let me just send two. So he sends two spies. And the spies go in. And while they are in the city, you see, the king of Jericho was a smart king. And he knew how to organize his army. They got to know that there were spies in the city. You see, he's, he had such good intelligence that they got to know that there were spies in the city. Thank God for a woman called Rahab. Amen. Oh, bless that woman. Mm. We need a woman who is wise, mm. who is able to realize that these men are different. Mm. They are not business as usual. Mm. Who am I talking to in this place? Sometimes you need to realize that some people that come into your life are not business as usual. She understood 
that this is not for money. There is something deeper about these men. So she says to the men, I will hide you because they are looking for you. But when you are gone, remember me. For I know what the Lord is about to do. I want to tell somebody the Spirit is saying, I am about to do something great in your life. And you need to pay attention to what I am about to do. Understand that some things that happen in your life are not business as usual. I don't know why I have to. And it's not business as usual. Mm. The place where you are is not business as usual. God is working something. Tell your neighbor, God is working something. God is working something. For my good. For my good. Ah, maybe we should sing that song. Can you sing that song? I can see everything. Sing it for me. I need somebody to sing that song prophetically. I need somebody, I don't know how you're going to sing it, but, but I need somebody who's going to sing and dance to that song prophetically. I can see something, everything. Uh, not just something, I can something, see everything. Everything turning around. Everything turning around. I can see
you are conquering your Jericho. And, and, and so, so I, I told you, the, the walls of Jericho were, were high. They were about 3.6 meters or 4 meters high. And, and, and they were about 1.8 meters to 2 meters wide. So it was not an easy thing just to... But because of God, because of God, I, I want you to catch this. You see, the, the distance, the, the, the space or the, the, the city size of Jericho, I want to put this into perspective. The size of Jericho was, was about the, the center of Valgengen. That was the size of Jericho. Or, or, or maybe for those of you that go to the university, it's like leaving from, from Dycroft. You go round all the way to Hoovenstein and go all the way to the roundabout when you're going out and you come around the, behind Altera and you go all the way back to Hoovenstein, not to, to Dycroft. That was about the size of Jericho. And that is about the, the circumference and the width of... There's something I, I really feel that I should tell. Yes. Because there's a person who has had the revelation from God how he did. You know, there were angels on this wall. Hallelujah. And they pushed it down. Everybody thinks when a, a, a wall crumbles, you could not have it flat. And it seems that they have even scientifically seen, there are people that say, well, we don't see walls that, ha that have been destroyed. They think there's just dust coming up. The walls are there, but it's flat because the angels push them down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, 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 and I'm going to come to that. And I'm glad that she speaks of it. Be because, because the... While it was that big, this whole wall around this place, the children of Israel are asked to march and go round. Somebody just say march. March. So they have to march. God says you shall march around this place. Six days you will march in silence. You will march around these walls in silence. You see, there have been many kings that had tried to conquer Jericho and had failed. And so, these strategies, I want to tell you this before I go into some of my points and I'll come back. These strategies against Jericho were always difficult because of that wall. And because of the nature of the wall. Because while you, if you could try to conquer the first wall, they were there waiting for you on the second one. Mm. So it was always difficult to get into Jericho. And so the strategy that the, the wiser kings would have tried to use for Jericho to conquer it. Do you know what they would have said to do? Just go there and put your whole army around and just sit there and wait until the people have finished their food inside. And then when they are dying of hunger, they will open the gates and you go in because they are weak. But how long would it take before they had finished their food? You would need to wait and keep the city under siege for months, if not a year or more. I told you the king of Jericho was also wise, so he kept storehouses. So he knew how to keep himself defended. And, and so, coming there, it was a challenge. And so the only way that they could take Jericho 
was by the way of the Lord. Amen. I want to say to somebody, the way you are going to conquer your situation mm. is by the way of the Lord. Amen. If you want a title to my sermon, you can say, God makes a way. Mm. He makes a way. Mm. And, and, and so here they were stuck at the place Jericho. At the wall that they had to walk. So the first day, they went round. So imagine going around the city center of Fagengen, just walking around in silence. Take the men and march. Marching talks about movement. You've got to make a move. Yes. Said you've got to make a move. So make a move. You must make a move. And when you make a move, God said this to them. He said this to them in verse, in verse, in verse 4. He says, and you shall, the priests shall go before the ark. They shall take the ark. The priests had to take the ark. And so when they were marching, they were marching with the ark. Whatever you do, make sure you're moving with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit must be your guide. The ark of God represented the presence of God for them. And so they needed to take the ark along with them. Remember, when, when, when the ark was taken in the time of Samuel, and this woman, the, the wife of, of, of one of the priests, Phineas or, or, or Hophni, was giving birth, she said to, she called her son Ichabod, saying the glory of God has departed. Why? Because she heard that the ark of God had been taken. The ark of God represents the glory of God, the presence of God. That which Moses had cried for in Exodus 33 to say, God, if your presence does not go with us, we will not move. And so here again, God says to, to Joshua, take the ark. The priests must go with you. Take your men of war and make a move, Joshua. Go around Jericho. Go around the wall. For six days you will march in silence. I, I, I stop there and I think, God, this is so foolish. A wall like this, a fortified city like this, and mighty, remember God said to Joshua, I'll give you the men of war of Jericho. Why? Because the men of Jericho were also men who could have been firing arrows down at those guys. <laughs> because they knew why Joshua was there. They knew Joshua had come for their city. So while Joshua was going round, the, those men could have been firing arrows. But, but for some reason, Joshua decides to, to do it anyway takes the ark and says, ark march, go ahead of us. The priests take, carry this ark and some more priests behind with trumpets. But do not blow your trumpets, just walk. So the first day they walked. This is the strategy of God. It says you will walk six days. On the seventh day, you go around it seven times. I'm thinking, God, around Bonsestek, Huvenstein, Altera, round all the way to the back of the university, Dykraf, one. How long does it take you, those that go running, how long does it take you to run that one? This is an, a whole army of people that has to go around. It's not just a small march, but they were marching. I want to say to somebody, when God says move, you must move. Mm. Yes. And when you move, move with God. Mm. 
Point number one. When you move, move with God. Number two thing that I want you to understand is that the plan of God may be very, very different from the plan that you have. The desire of God may be very, very different from the desire you have. I, when I came to the Netherlands, when I came to the Netherlands, I had so much zeal because I had a word from the Lord and I wanted to get things moving. One and a half years, nothing moved. Did you hear what I said? One and a half years, nothing moved. And I was about to finish my master's thinking now I'm about to, I may have to pack my bags and go back to Zimbabwe. Then God moved. And said, this is what you will do. I am about to start a church. You will be part of it. After one and a half years of praying and saying, God, where are you? That vision seems not to be coming to pass. My visa is about to expire. At the last moment, God knows how to bring it together because his plan may not be your plan. Hallelujah. Amen. His plan may not necessarily be your plan. And I'm going to show you quickly a few things that the Lord was showing me around this. Verse 2 of Joshua chapter 6 says, And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given thee, given into thine hand Jericho and the king. See, I have given thy, I have given into thy hand. See, I have given into thy hand. What is it that you have heard from the Lord? What is the word that you have had from the Lord? And what is it that you see? That's why I made you sing that song. I can see everything turning around. Can you see your situation turning around? Can you see your marriage trouble turning around? Can you see your study situation turning around? Can you see your financial challenge turning around? Can you see your job challenge turning around? What is it that you see? See, I have given into your hand. Jericho is in your hand. You may not have it. I mean, remember, when God was saying this to to Joshua, he had not yet conquered Jericho. But God says, see, Jericho is in your hand. Come on, somebody, look at your hand. The Lord says, see, I've placed it in your hand. Can you see it? Can you see the the certificate? I don't know what certificate it is. Can you see it? Can you see the certificate? And, 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 And hold it. Can you see the baby? Can you see the hand of your husband? The hand of your wife? Can you see the, 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 the pounded yam you will cook? I know some of you have, have no food and are thinking about what will I eat when I get home? Can you see? Can you see? Can you see the healing? Can you see the, the peace? Can you see the, the joy? Can you see yourself getting back into work? Can you see yourself getting back into the thing? Can you see? See, I've given it into your hand and and the bible says faith is the substance of things that we hope for the things we do not yet see see i've given jericho into your hand abraham get up and i will take you to a land i will give you a land that will flow with milk and honey and abraham I I will make you the father of many nations. He didn't even have a child. But can you see it? I can see everything. And, and, and And so the Lord says, see, I've given into your hand. 
I've given into your hand. Number three. Number three is, is, is understand the working of God. You need to understand the working of God. And so he says to him, you will go seven days. You will march round. Not six, not eight, but seven. So understand the working of God. Hear the instruction of the Lord. As you have prayed, I know God has been speaking various things. Go back to the things that God was speaking. And God shall begin to reveal other things to you. Like I said, the season we are getting into is no longer business as usual. This is why God had to come to, to Joshua and, and tell Joshua, you know, <laughs> let me, I didn't give you this one. But, but in chapter 5, in chapter 5, I need to show somebody this. Chapter 5 of Joshua. Something happens there. Go with me. Go with me to chapter 5. I need to show you this. I need to show somebody this. It's not business as usual. Chapter 5. And towards the end of it. And, 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 and verse, verse, verse 13. Verse 13. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went up to him and said, Are you for us or for our adversaries? Now, now, this question is Joshua's business. Joshua was a fighter. Remember when they had to fight in the desert. Moses goes up the mountain. What does Joshua do? He goes to fight in the valley. Joshua was the guy who said, God, stop the sun so that I can fight. It was Joshua. So Joshua understood the fighting. So as Joshua was faced with Jericho, he was busy scratching his head. How can I conquer this city? And then God appears. And so when he sees this man in his usual business, he says, are you with me or you are my enemy? I'm sure if this man says, I'm your enemy, Joshua knew what to do. You draw your sword. Son, stop until I finish dealing with this guy. That's Joshua. That's business as usual. But the man says to Joshua, the man says to Joshua, Joshua, no. I am the captain of the host of the Lord. I am the captain of the host of the Lord. It's not about am I on your side or not on your side. I am the captain of the host of God. And, and I have come. And Joshua, immediately when he realizes that this guy is higher than him, he knew who the Lord of hosts was. Because it was the Lord of hosts that stopped the sun. So when he heard that this was the captain, he knew who he was. And he falls down and worships him. And while he is down worshiping, he says to him, this is just what I wanted to show you. The captain of the Lord's host said to Joshua, loose thy shoe from off thy feet. Take your shoes off. You see, a man who goes to war puts on his shoes. Just like you have in Ephesians chapter 6 says, and put on your sandals of what? Oh, to, to go and preach the gospel. Put on those sandals. Because when you go to war, you can't go barefoot. You go prepared to say, whether it's on stone, I will run. Whether it's on fire, my shoes are there. They will protect me. And so when he says, take off your shoes, it's no longer business as usual. Mm -hmm. Take off the things that you are used to. Mm -hmm. 
That's what you are saying. Take off the things that you are used to. From now on, I will begin to lead you into this battle. From now on, I will begin to take you into the battle. I believe God is saying to somebody, take off the things that you are used to do. Because I am about to do things, great things in your life that you are not used to. I know you have worked it all out, but my way is not your way. I have made a way for you, but you need to take off your own shoes. I will come back to taking off your own shoes on another day. But, but I, 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 I believe that you understand now, that now you need to put yourself into the strategy and the position of God. So it was seven days, and on the seventh day, they had to go seven times around the city and so they go first day second day third day to the sixth day and they come home quiet i'm sure their wives would have been asking so what happened today ah we just marched quietly and came back home please just put the food for me (laughs) on the seventh day the people were to prepare and and on the seventh day the priest said to be prepared and so they went one two three four Five, six, seven. And then Joshua said, Now blow your trumpets. And they, do you have a trumpet? (laughs) And they blew the trumpet. It was a long horn trumpet. They needed to blow it long. It was not just a people, it was a. And when it was blown, the Bible says, The people shouted. Can somebody shout in this place? The people shouted. And when they shouted, the Bible says the walls came down flat. Hmm. Now here is the mystery. Archaeologists have been looking for that wall. And if they've been trying to find the wall, and, and, and some of them have said, we can only but find remnants of the wall that would have collapsed. And we know, why do we know that the wall has collapsed or must have collapsed? It is because there is a portion of the wall that remains intact. Do you know what that portion was? It was the house of Rehab. The woman who understood that it is not business. And that place, and so all the excavations they have done, and they've done all kinds of excavations, going back to try to find it. And they've looked, and you see the walls of Jericho were at some other points conquered from 8000 BC. But when Israel came, came it was between 1500 and 1400 BCE. And when they were coming, the excavations show that you, it's hard to find what happened to the wall. But they know that there was a wall. And now the wall is no more. What happened? And then there's, some have said there was an earthquake that took place. Whether it was an earthquake or whatever, it's it's one theory. But one thing that is for sure is that if it was an earthquake, God caused it at the moment of their shot. And then there is the theory of the angels. 
that God knows how to make a way like he has been parting the waters, parting the Red Sea, that he brought the walls down flat. And so they were so flat. And this is why I was telling you, you need to understand that the people went straight up. Because if the wall had just collapsed and there were still stones there, they would have had a challenge climbing up those stones, going into the... Uh, am I, are you still with me, people? Yes, but they went straight up ahead. They didn't have to try to maneuver their way. They just went straight up ahead. The people of Jericho didn't know what had hit them. And, and so this is how your God is going to deal with things this year. Hallelujah. If I stop here, I am okay. If this is how God is going to deal with the issues of your life this year. What you need to do is the moment we are about to enter in is to give God a praise. Hallelujah. I, I, I will leave the rest of my message for Sunday. Sunday is another day. Amen. And, and, and so on the seventh day, after the seventh march they had done of the seventh day, the people shouted. It sounded foolish that God, normally we should be using weapons, but this is no longer business as usual. This is the way of the Lord. And he says, my ways are not your ways. My doings are not your doings. I make a way where there is no way. I cause rivers to flow in the desert. I make ways in plains. I will cause even jackals and lions to play with babies. Snakes to be with you and they will not bite you. I am God Almighty, mighty God all by myself. I don't need your help, Joshua. I stopped the sun when you needed to fight. But this time around, your fighting is going to be by a shout of praise. Somebody, I believe God is saying that you need to stick off and close off this fast by a shout of praise. Can somebody give me a shout of praise to Jesus? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Can you praise your Jesus? Can you praise the King of Kings? Can you praise the Lord of Lords? Can you praise the mighty God? He deserves our praise. He deserves our
how to deal with things at the right moment. I, I was intrigued by this earthquake story. So I began to research it even deeper. And around the same time that these scholars have said, the wall of Jericho, we cannot find what happened to it. Around that time as well, there is said to have been some earthquake activity around Jericho. And I was saying, wow, my God, how, how you know, Lord, to engineer things. If it was indeed an earthquake, praise God for the earthquake that was triggered at the moment of their shout of praise. There is an earthquake that is going to deal with the stubborn things in your life in the name of Jesus. There are angels everywhere waiting, waiting. They are ready to deal with your enemies, to deal with the stubborn situations, to deal with the issues that have troubled you up to now and the Lord is ready he is ready and you will do it at the moment of your praise he will do it at the moment of your praise he will do it at the moment when you will release the praise the Bible says the priests they blew on their trumpets can you can you find a trumpet sound on your keyboard? Just 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 find something that goes like a trumpet. Ah, uh, it's not with. Ah, uh, there's no trumpet on the. Put it on strings. Put it on strings. Put it on strings. Come on, somebody. Condemn. You are taking it straight 